We're on page Lamed Bey's life. The words of the Ramchal. V'tira im tezbanin b'hayva b'rayva o'elam. The Ramchal writes. These are the, these are the words of the Ramchal. We're going to continue with the Hagdama. V'tira im tezbanin b'hayva b'rayva o'elam. If you look now at most of the world, most people who are who have, a very, who have sharp minds, those who have sharp minds, clever and sharp minds, you see, Merayv is Bainanam, is Taklusam, Bidakus Achachmas, Vaimek Ha'iyunim. If you look the way that it is in the, in the world, in our world, those who have particularly sharp minds, and are very clever. They like spending most of their times looking into the subtleties of Chachmas, of different Chachmas, even in Torah, and Oymekayunim fall deeply into understanding the Chachmas that they're learning. Each person, according to his own Nitiyah, of what his mind, of what he's interested in, what particular area, either in secular things or lahavdil and Torah. But the people who are very sharp, they have a strong netiyah to do that. There are those who put in a great deal of time thinking about, inquiring, and investigating into the world and nature. So we would say science and so on. There are others that focus that focus very much on on mathematics, on geometry. Different different malachis. And then there are others who enter more into the area of Kodesh, meaning of learning Torah. Studying the Holy Torah. Again, we're talking about people who are sharp, have sharp, incisive minds. They very much enjoy, as we understand, it makes sense, they very much enjoy Chachmas, and going into Chachmas in a deep way. Whether it's secular or Lahabdul Torah. Mehem Some of these people enjoy more going into the Pilpulim and Halachas. Some like using their minds to go into into Midrashim. Mehem bepiske hadinim. Some not the pilpul, not the pilpulim so much, but the actual halachas. But there are very few of this type, the sharp-minded, intellectual types. There are very few of this type. That will devote time and energy to learn how to become a better Jew. Shleimus How to perfect one's Avaidah Hashem. It's not the nature, our Shavuot is going to explain by Rikas. This, this is very much connected to what we were talking about, what we were learning on Lagva Emanite by the Hilula. And I mentioned that. That's from the Bilvavi, uh, to see the Bilvavi in the Sil it's this, it's this piece. Allah Hava. The nature of a person who's, who's sharp-minded 
I'm not talking about his smart Adam. It's a certain way of thinking, that they're looking for sharpness, a cleverness, a harifus. doesn't necessarily mean that he's smarter, but that's a certain way of thinking, harifus, sharpness. They rarely, people of this type of will rarely look deeply into in Yonam of Shlemus Ha'avayda. Allah Hava, love of Hashem, Allah Yira, fear of Hashem, Allah Dveikas, Dveikas to Hashem, Ba'akol Shar Chalkei Chasidus, and other areas in this Avayda of Chasidus. Those are the words of the Ramchal. It's a description of the system that's been built around this way of thinking, a system that works for some and does not work for others. But we need to understand on a deeper level what Ramchal is saying. We're going to learn this connected, of course, to everything we're learning until now, the meaning of sight, of the secrets of Torah. Klaima, Rav Schwartz explains. The world can be divided into two basic into two basic parts. The people are very fast minds, very sharp and clever. There are others that are not like that. Again, they could think perhaps in something very deeply, but then but the 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 dominant character there is not the shrewdness, the sharpness, the cleverness. That's not the main thing. They're not as clever and not as sharp. The nature of the world is If a person has a certain characteristic, the nature of the world, that if you have a certain if you have a certain kayach, a certain characteristic, you try to capitalize on that. You try to use, you try to use that to, to your benefit. Kach kosov bala chavis alavavis, and the chavis alavavis writes, Shachadosh Baruch Hu nais and ladam kishon kadesh yistamish by. Hashem gives you a kishon. Hashem gives you a certain talent and ability, so that you should use it. Hein kadei lahetid lizalasai to use it to help others. And also that by using your kishwin, your talent, your skill, your kayach, you should be able to earn a living, make a living. If a person is zaycha, if a person is Zaycha, then he'll be able to earn his panasa by making use of that talent that Hashem has given him. Somebody is artistic, and he can make a living somehow in those fields that, that will capitalize on his talents. If a person was not Zaycha, he's not Matzliach to make his panasa then he's not Matzliach to make his living by using that talent. That's a curse. When you have to do something that you're not naturally inclined to do, you're not naturally good at it. And in a way, it's really a type of golas. 
as we saw in Mitzrayim, one, one of the things that the Egyptians did to, to humiliate us and to ruin us was that they gave the men women's jobs. They gave the women the men's jobs. Which you could say, well, that they give a woman a man's job, it's backbreaking, how could they manage? But why should a man be broken by a woman's job? The Territ says that a person, is, when he's not using his own tchunis, his own traits, his own talents, his own skills, and he's forced to be in a situation where he can't really tap into that, that's goalless. That's a type of goalless. Even if it's not a hard job, per se, but it's a goalless. It's harder for most men to be home with, with babies for, for an hour or two than to be at a job for 10, 12 hours. That's just not the tchuna. Sometimes you have a person that he's an expert in one area. But his panasi, he can't, he can't manage to get a job or whatever it is in his area. So he has to work in a different chum. The derech klaus are an Usually, it's not a good thing. It's not a schus. As far as what we're learning here, the Ramchal. These people who are very, very sharp and fast with their minds, usually that's a gift to Hashem that the person has such a mind. They were born with a certain kind of a, a, a fine uh, mind. It's not like they had to work to get to that. We know stories that there were tzaddikim, that their minds, the minds were not particularly sharp when they were young, but because they devoted themselves so sincerely over the course of so many years to Talmud Torah, that they received this gift that their minds opened up, like with the Nitziv and the other stories of other tzaddikim, that their minds opened up and they, uh, and they were able to, to reach unbelievable heights in Limanat Torah, with the sharpness and so on. It's not like that with most people. Most, most people, uh, the way they were born, with a certain kind of uh, certain traits, that skills and kaychas, that's how they remain. Maybe they could sharpen the mind a little bit. I mean, it helps to learn things and try to force oneself to study things that require that sharpness. It's not going to help, you know, to sit around uh, watching television or taking drugs your, your whole life. But it's not much of a change in the terms of the in terms of the tchunas seichel. The sharpness is a certain tefa. A person is not particularly sharp in that respect. He's not knighted to, to, towards things that require that kind of thinking. Because if he gets a job like that, he feels, or he takes courses like that, he feels, it's not me. I, I don't fit in over here. It's not me. If a person starts off the Gemara, he's relieved because he feels at least he did Daf Aleph. 
So he then someone tells him that there was no daf aluf. So he begins to learn by daf beis. And he sees that the, whole, the Gemara takes, it goes till Kuf Yud Zayin. He already feels a terrible Chalisha Sadas. <coughs> Why? Because there are boys like that in every Shia, in every Yeshiva, that to understand just the Pshat and the Gemara before Taisus, it's a struggle. It doesn't. Again, it could be a smart person. He could be. It could be that he'll find ways to make a lot of money, but he doesn't have that kind of sharpness. That's more geared towards that type of learning. So when he looks at this mesachta, it's one thing, you know, if they learned in the yeshivas, tanis, you know, or harius, uh, you know, but uh, when he gets a mesachta, yavamis, exubis, and he gets a bavabas and so on, but he he just gets that first day and he just. When he picks up his Gemara, he, he, before he opens it, he just puts it on the scale. And he said, it's not going to be a good year. It's going to be a rough year. Even though it could be this hurry, it's a very, very hard mesech, even though it's tiny. But, no, it's natural to feel that way. And not only that, he's not a little boy anymore. This year, they're learning Taisvis. With other mafarshim, who margish shekvar eno misugol yoseh, he feels that he simply is unable to do it. He cannot handle it. He cannot. There, there are thousands, probably tens of thousands, who are, of wonderful sweet Jewish boys who are sitting as we are learning this. They're sitting, being buried alive, feeling incapable of doing this, hearing another shmuz, another shmuz about the only problem with you is that you're lazy. If you really would be, if you'd really be a masmid, then you could become a bikivegu or something. And and there, there are those who, from the first day of, of this man, from the beginning of this man, they already feel like this is, you know, it's not going to work. I can't do this. There are some very strong people who, even though they don't have a sharp mind, but they've made up their minds that since learning Torah is the tachlis of life, they'll keep on pushing. They'll keep on pushing no matter how hard it is. And even though it takes them five times as long as the next guy <coughs> on the table, they'll keep on going at it and going at it to get it because they feel, they recognize how important this is to learn to learn the Gemara, so they, they recognize the importance of it, and they'll push themselves, they'll push themselves, and they'll review, and they'll ask, and they'll go into it, and they'll open up dictionaries, and again. However, there are people, there are people who learn Torah for a very simple reason. There are people that they have very strong minds, very sharp and clever. They simply enjoy the sharpness of a blood kumar. gives them pleasure. Because their nature is sharpness. The Gemara is a very 
is very fertile grounds for a person to, with a sharp mind, to enjoy himself. It's unbelievably pleasurable and enjoyable for a person like that to learn Gemara. So, this person's learning has really hardly anything to do with any mitzvah, barely with any mitzvah, or with the Kedusha Satyra. It's just that he has this nature, that he's sharp-minded, and the Gemara is a lot of fun for a person who has a mind like that. For this person, even if there would be no mitzvah of Talmud Torah, there are people who are not even from the delight of learning Gemara. They would still learn. You know why? Because Pashki is a manyan. They find it fascinating. They're people. They find it fascinating. Since they have minds like this, they love learning something that has great depth and is very sharp. And the Gemara is just like that, especially with, with the Vishayim and so on. That's what it is. Imkain. People of this sharp seichel, by nature, they're inclined to pursue things that bring that out and that give them a chance to use that natural talent that they have, which is harif, sharpness. Ish ish kefinities seichlo. Those are the words of the Ramchal. Each person, according to the nitiya, the inclination of his own seichel. Let's say this person was not to be raised in a, in, in, in a particularly uh, from family. <coughs> so therefore he wasn't sent to yeshiva. So they'll take that need that they have to use the talent of their sharp thinking and they'll, they'll use that to pour it into uh, engineering or mathematics. The, the way we see with people who go and study in universities, the people, some of those people are very sharp, have very strong minds. They weren't sent to yeshiva. They don't know about that. Therefore, all of that sharpness did not go for the study of Torah. Other subjects, other things. But, they, but a person who has that kind of mind needs that stimulation. And he's drawn towards that. Some people go into these areas of study because it's just practical. Or to get more covered, doctor this or doctor that. There are people who are even poor people who are big professors and they can't make a normal living but they're so they're so devoted to that to that area that they're studying that they're prepared to give up Adam etymology, you know, studying insects, There are people that are like that. That they they're so they're so um, driven to understand things and to use their minds. They have sharp these are sharp minded people that they're prepared to give up this world. And their entire enjoyment is reading and studying and writing and so on. There are others who, who, who are more practical, and their main their main thing is to try to use their sharpness in a way that uh, is profitable to make money. There are people that simply love chachma. They have these kind of minds. They enjoy chachma. 
מי שזוכר כבר, הוא מבין שהחיים אינם בחוץ אלא בפנים. A person who is zayichet to be raised in Yiddishkeit, and he knows that the tachlis of life is not outside of Torah but inside of Torah. The seich olam shel Torah in the world of Torah, the yesh lo seichel mahiru pikech, and he has a sharp and fast mind. Who mishdamish b'seichel limer Torah kedusha so good. He's not studying other subjects. He was raised in the world of Torah, and he uses that sharpness to study the Torah. Ha Torah kedusha merkevus mehar bechalokim. The Torah consists of many parts. In general, we know that there are four divisions. Pshat, the simple pshat, nigla, ramez, deeper hints, drosh, and sight. And the secrets of Torah. These people who have a very sharp mind, where do they usually, which division of Torah, which, which part of Torah usually attracts those people with those kind of sharp minds? Most of the people that have these kind of sharp minds, remember, it doesn't mean necessarily brighter, but their way of thinking is with a sharpness. Most of these people, they're not really <coughs> studying Kabbalah side. They, they don't get it. And you could have these, you could have these arguments to your blue with a person who's from that from that world of the sharp mind school of you know pure logic and and analytical thinking and <clears throat> they're not even, they, they look at the things that they see in the Swamakadesh and Kabbalah <coughs> and they say I can't believe it's holy and the Daviza holy things has the Bazaar Kaddish but aside the Sefer Chasim the Secrets of Torah is a sealed book Ne'elam Admoid, very hidden. It's not their thing. They'll say, I respect, you know, it's, a, it's beautiful, but it's not for me. I don't get it. And uh, it sounds to me like a lot of strange terms and it's fluff. I, I don't know what it is. Suvar is Shamilim, Shabimikra Hattayv, Adam Maven or Samkamilim. There are words that he sees in the books of Sight of Kabbalah that he might recognize some of these words, but mostly. Even though you might understand some of the words of Al Mashmos, Yoisa but the deeper meaning of how these words are being used in Kabbalah, you know, he might know that Abba means father and Ima means mother. But when he looks in the Zara Kaddish and he starts to see Abba and Ima, what's that about, father and mother? I thought it was talking about God. How did, how did we get to father and mother? He doesn't have a head for this. It's not for him. Even the, you know he's a sharp guy, and he's great with the black gemara. But he looks into side, or he looks into kabbalah, or something or pnimius. He looks. I don't know what you told, I don't understand. I don't know what this means. Kach beremes of bedrosh, and you have the same thing with remes and drosh. Different people on different levels. Anoshem elam leitzim esatsim bederek klal bepshat. The sharp-minded people, the place that they like in the world of Torah. In Torah, what they what do they usually like, and what are they drawn towards? Pshat to understand. Nigla, Gemar, Gemar Rashi Taishis, Halacha, Gemar. Yesh Mishemaitz says Atzam Bechelik Arachaim. Even within Torah, within the revealed Torah, there are different levels. Some of these people will be drawn towards the subjects of Arachaim, the Mesechtes, and the and the Halachas of, of everyday 
life and Shabbos and Yantiv and so on. But usually, the ones who have the sharpest minds, they're looking for Chayshu Mishpat, Nezikim, of Nesiyah, of Basu, of Usually, they have a strong Nesiyah. These are very abstract concepts, more difficult and challenging. Chazal say, you want to strengthen your mind, to sharpen your mind, you should be Isaac in these dinam of Chesh but they're very hard. They're very hard and require a tremendous amount of logic. And I'm not talking about uh, religious rituals. It's talking about the world. The Metzias, that we were talking about before this, studying the Metzias in a very scientific and empirical way. And that's what these people usually enjoy more than other areas of Talmud Torah, Gemara, from the section of Nezikin, Again, these were heavily emphasized, obviously, in the yeshivas, as opposed to the, let's say, the Archaim Mesechtis, like the Moed Mesechtis, Shabbos, and and uh, Psachim, and so on. Because Haraitz Hashiachim Yasek B'dini Mamis, B'dini Mamis, Chayshem Mishpat things regarding all the laws, the halachas of money, and so on, and relationships with business. These demand a tremendous amount of sharpness. Therefore, many of these people who are who stay in learning, these people who have very sharp minds, many of them end up learning enough that they could uh, be dayanim, rabbinical judges. And even those who haven't actually become dayanim, but they still love to learn chayshemishpat. Because in Cheshemishma, they're going to find a way to use the sharp mind. And as we said at the beginning, it's natural that a person who has a certain itia, a certain way of thinking, a certain tchuna, a certain quality, a talent and a skill, it's natural for him to, to, to be focused on that particular area that is best suited to use that type of way of thinking that he has. So, for the pikeach, for the chara, for the sharp person, they're very, very subtle, uh, fine concepts that are dealt with in these gemaras. Mostly in these sugyas of they pull at the brain of a sharp person very strongly, very much. Certainly it's a wonderful thing. <coughs> if a person devotes his seichel, his kaiches, to learning, to learning Torah. <coughs> However, as we said, there are four ways of learning. Pshat, Rem is Jewish and Sod. A person who learns just pshat, again, meaning learns the nigla, only the revealed Torah, especially just wants to learn chesham ishpat. He looks at it from that perspective of pure logic and understanding. He could be missing a great deal in his deeper understanding of what it means to be a Jew. Of Avadu Sashan. Ma'u ben Ma'u Hevdal Yisodi ben Hasoid Lepshat. 
Let's take a look to see what's the difference, the basic difference between that way of learning that's called side secrets of Torah and the way that's called Pshat. The two extremes. Pshat, which we understand that mostly Gemara, Nigla, appealing to the Seichel, to the sharp mind. What's the difference between that and the study of sight, of secrets? It's known that there are two general roots in a person. Mayach, the brain, the lave, the heart. These are the two kings in a person. By the people with very fast minds and sharp minds. The main, the main kayach that they have is in the seichel, and they tap into the seichel. Al lahavin is and the seichel, of course, is most interested in what is the pshat, what's the simple meaning. Kizel dover muskal because the pshat is something that is that has certain clear gedarim, uh, certain clear definitions. This person with a sharp mind wants everything to be crisp and clear and sharp. That is found in the world of Pshat, where everything has its exact framework, its boundaries, its, its uh, discipline that it fits into. And this person, this person is a person of Pshat. He's very, very much drawn. He's very much drawn to that area of learning because the Seichel has no deal like that. However, in order to understand secrets of Torah, of course you have to have a good mind, but that's but the point there is not the ikka is not the sharpness of the mind. There, the ikka is it says it doesn't pass through the mind. It comes to a person from a totally different location, from the heart. Sight comes from the heart. That's what we're talking about in Lag Bible. Side comes from that place. Secrets of Torah. There are many who would ask the question. What connection is there between side, the secrets of Torah, and the heart? What do you mean? The heart is something that feels. It's a place of emotions and of feelings. Kagon, for instance, Ahava, love, Yira, fear of God, and so on. Then has side the life. What's the connection? Side is an area of Torah study. It's a difficult area of Torah study. What's the connection between side, between between side, this area of study, and the emotions that feel love and feel fear and so on? You say is there more than this. More than this, you have sometimes that you can have a person that has a big heart, a very strong heart, and he's a very positive person. He didn't learn, he never learned really much Mishnah and Gemara, or even Chumash. But still, you meet this person, you meet this person who really doesn't, didn't learn much Pshat. He didn't learn much, but he has a, a ruach dekdusha. He's a ruchnistic mensch. He has a ruach dekdusha, a hislavis, a fire. Simcha be mitzvahs. He has great joy doing mitzvahs. 
Shabbat Velis, when God forbid someone dies, this person cries and so on. Allah Khurban and the Khurban also. But Mazak Koshu Latarisa Said. We would call that more of an emotionally inclined person. What's the connection between that person and this area of Torah that's called Said? So the the sharp minded person is more naturally drawn towards Pshat. He looks at the world, he sees the world in that way. He uses the natural talents that God gave him to explore the world and Torah in such a way. This second person is a person that has very, very strong emotions. Yes, the Ruch Dikdusha Shel Hislavas, fire. What does that do? The subject, the area of Torah that's called Sod. The truth is, when he spoke about his wisdom, Shlomach said an amazing thing. He saw this. Shlomach says an amazing thing. My heart has seen much wisdom. It's an amazing sentence. Didn't say sikhli, my mind has seen much wisdom. Shlomach says over in Kahalas many times. My heart sees wisdom. When Shlomo came to define wisdom, it's amazing. Who is the smartest person in the world, Shlomo Melech? And yet, when he when he sat down, when he sat down and said over Kehelis, he said, "Not my brain, my heart has seen much wisdom." That means that Shlomo is, is seems to be excluded from the elite from that elite group of sharp-minded people. But it can't be. Shlomach was the greatest mind in, uh, of all time. So how could that be? Meaning perhaps, perhaps he also had this quality of the heart knowledge. But how did he? But how did he draw his, all of his wisdom out from the heart? Libi ro harbe chachmi says. Hachachmi shulamad he kaisa chachmi shemetsino etzav b'tzal. He fathers by another person in Tanakh. B'tzalo, the builder of the, the designer of the Mishkan. V'kol ish chacham leiv. It says by the building of the Mishkan, that each that any person who has what chacham leiv. Who has a wise heart? These were the Jews that came to build the Mishkan, and then afterwards the Beis Hamikdash. If today you wanted to build a new palace, you would turn to the most talented architects. And the most talented, most talented mathematicians, and you would have, the, and 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 they would build 
Right? If you want to build a base and make this, if somebody asked you or I, what are the qualifications you're looking for? We need a guy to run the project. We need a guy to run the project. So you'd say, an architect, a uh, person who's a big, big bucky in, in geometry, and, uh, whatever, calculus, to figure out these things. And yet, when the Torah tells us that, that tells us who was, who was chosen for this job, it's B'tzalel, in charge. The main qualification is not sharpness. It's not seichel. The main qualification is what? The heart. Libi and kol chacham leiv bahem, the ones who built the mishkan. We would never think to try to find somebody who is really an emotional guy to build anything. Certainly not the Beis Hamikdash. We have to have somebody who's sharp, who's with it, who knows the numbers, who understands, who visualizes, and so on. And it's an amazing thing. In order to build, in order to build the Mishkan, Moshe was seeking Ish Chacham Leiv, a person with a wise heart. But we see that when they came to build the Beis HaMikdash, they weren't looking for all the sharp architects and the big mathematicians with all their rulers and their, and their calculators. That's not what they were looking for. It's amazing. They were, look, they were looking for Chazal asked, the Ramban talks about it. How, how did they know how to weave to sew and other malachas. All these things were needed to build the Mishkan. How did they know how to do these things? It was given to them according to Chazal, and the Rabban explains with the Ruach HaKadosh, because what were these? these were people who were schlepping for bricks and, and mud. These were not people, these were not people who were sewing tapestries and involved in all kinds of beautiful, fine arts. The Torah says that they really didn't know how to make all these things for the Mishkan. They weren't artisans. Most of these Jews in Egypt, they were stuck in the in the lime pits, making bricks of levain and making in the bricks. They didn't have any experience or know-how with the kind of handiwork that was needed for the Mishkan. So where do they get the experience from? The answer is The answer is from the pure desire of their thought to raise in their hearts, in their hearts, to build a place of Kovit Shemaim, a place for the Shekhinah. The Shekhinah came upon them. They had Ruach HaKadosh, and they were able to what? To be makabal, that Chochmah of how to exactly make everything. It began with the heart. Just one more sentence. There's a Chochmah whose source is in the mind. And there's another kind of Chochmah. It's the Chochmah of a person's heart. Chochmah shel Said. The Chochmah of Said. Now we're going to talk about what that Chochmah is of Said. It's something different. It's a different way of thinking. It's a different way of living. 
Everything, everything is different. And to become a big Ever Hashem, one has to, even if one has a natural Natiya towards Harifah's sharpness, one has to engage that Midah side of Tamimus within himself to truly become uh, an Ever Hashem. Uh, we'll continue.